going on, guys? Chris Schubert, Alex Molikoff here. No NBA action tonight, but that doesn't mean we don't have a lot of things to talk about. And the one thing I do want to talk about here today, it's what, what's brought us into the studio here today, is a story that I saw on The Ringer by Kevin O'Connor in which he brought up this idea, this concept with the impending free agency of LeBron James. And it was this idea of LeBron James becoming somewhat of a mercenary is the word that he used. Called him mercenary LeBron. And this idea that he will not sign a long-term contract in the next place he goes, but instead bounce between contender to contender to contender. When that team is ready for a player like LeBron's caliber to help push them over the edge, he can go there, win a championship, get all of the luxury that comes with it, and then move on to his next destination. It's a fascinating idea and one that the more and more I read about, the more and more I think about, I kind of love it. Yeah, in the story he lays out basically a path for LeBron. Go to Houston this summer, uh, win a title or two with Houston, which is a team that obviously, you know, whether they get past the Warriors this year or not, is a, a championship contending level team. Then in a year or two, go to Philly, win a title over there with Embiid and Simmons, and, uh, and then just leave it behind and go to somewhere like L.A., which obviously is not ready for LeBron James right now, at least not ready to really truly contend with him, but will be down the line. And I think what, what brings this all together to where it would go Houston, Philly, and then L.A. is this idea of what LeBron James is looking for in this next free agency cycle. And we don't know. LeBron really hasn't been open about what he's looking for. But behind the scenes, people have been reporting that the things that he cares about are a place for him to raise his family. He wants to be in a good place for his family. He wants to be able to transition into the entertainment and the team ownership business at some point. What better place to do that but L.A.? Now, the problem is LeBron is also trying to win championships. He's trying to establish his basketball legacy, the legacy on the court. Well, L.A.'s not there yet. So L.A. is the dream goal to end everything, right? He, in, in theory, him ending his career in L.A. Likes, makes a lot more sense than his next chapter being in L.A. Because you have Brandon Ingram who's still developing. Lonzo Ball's going to only be entering year two. And even if they add... LeBron, you still don't get the sense that, man, that's a championship contending team, even though it has LeBron James on it. Beside the point, real quick, of the, the mercenary LeBron, we're going to talk about that, because it is a fascinating kind amazing. Of idea or, or you know, thing that could happen. Do you, would you say LeBron James has a publicity problem or a, or a fame problem? Do you think, is LeBron James being held back in his celebrity status by playing in Cleveland? Uh, I, no. say, no. I always uh, think it's I'm fascinating gonna... that people are like, oh, LeBron will go to L.A., he'll go to New York, where he can really build his business empire. LeBron James is already, he has his business empire, he's been playing in Cleveland most of his Absolutely. Time. So, so let's not so worry too much about that stuff when it comes to where LeBron is going to play. But... Mercenary LeBron. The idea of LeBron James literally, and, and we use this term pejoratively a lot, but ring chasing. Chasing rings for the rest of he his would, career. That's literally what he would be doing. Literally what he would be doing. He would be the final piece for a team here, a team there, and play for three, four, however many different teams over the rest of his career. And the difference, because we use the term ring chaser with a lot of role players. A lot, a lot of guys who don't, don't have players, who don't have rings and maybe aren't to the caliber. Look, I, I, we, we, we did it for a, a short stretch with Kevin Durant. When he first made the move from Oklahoma City to Golden State, we said, oh, you're ring chasing. Now, I think that's a little unfair. It was re it's still really early in Kevin Durant's career to be like, you're ring chasing. If you're in year 10, 11, 12, and you're a role player in the NBA, or you're a starter, but you're not a high-level starter. It's the David West 
right. You, you, you try to put yourself in positions. Ray Allen did it, right? He won in Boston, but then wanted another one, so he joined Miami with LeBron James and company. He was chasing a ring at that point. We've never seen a player of the caliber of LeBron James go all in on the concept of chasing rings. It's never happened. It, it really is fascinating to think about because... Look, the NBA fan in me, the the I love chaos and and I love talking. You're rooting about, for this. Yeah, it would be super fun. I mean, Every year, where's in, LeBron going to go? In this office, we've spent countless hours debating and and making content out of where is LeBron James going to go next year to have that every single summer would be fantastic. Would make our jobs a lot of fun. It's never. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw some cold water on right now. LeBron James. You threw cold water on it like you do at a, when you when you have a buddy that stays over. He's on the couch for too long. You're trying to wake him up. You just splash the cold water and wake him up. That's what you just did to this whole conversation. I can't think of a of a of an athlete in our lifetime really that is as conscious of his persona and as conscious as uh, of what people are saying about him and the way people view him and his legacy as LeBron James. This Tom is- Brady is close. Tom Brady is somebody that I would put in that conversation. Fine. It's close. Fine. You're, okay, fine. But LeBron James, at the end of the day, obviously he wants to win championships. Mm-hmm. But I think he also cares what people say about his championships and his pursuit of them. Okay. I think, let's say he let's say he goes with this, the, with the, the mercenary approach. Let's say he goes to Houston next summer, he wins a ring. Now, let's say two years later he goes to Philly, he wins another ring. Three years after that, he's with the Lakers. He wins another ring. Now he has six rings. Now he's tied with Michael Jordan. Mm-hmm. Is anybody giving LeBron James credit for tying Michael Jordan by literally going contender to contender to contender? No. No. But if he wins six rings and stays in Cleveland, he will still not He will still not get that credit. Oh, see, I disagree with that. I even think he could theoretically, let's say he goes to Philly this summer. And he plays in Philly for four or five years and wins three rings with that Philly team, which, I mean, it's a lot, but I'm not ruling it out by any stretch. People, I still think, would ultimately say, well, he won as many titles as Michael Jordan. He's, there are people who are never going to give him right. that much credit. Right, and I think that. there's That's fine. too many of those people. But I do think that there's a big group of people in the middle who might say, I'm not ready to say LeBron is better than Michael Jordan or that his career is better than Michael Jordan yet. But there are things he could do, realistic things he could do that'll make that more of a conversation for a lot of people. I don't think essentially pulling the Kevin Durant, which is finding a team that is either already winning championships or just on the cusp of them, and saying, I'm just going to go put that team over the top and win a title or two, we've already seen people kind of discount Kevin Durant's title. Now, for him, he still has a ring. That banner's still up there. He's got a lot of money in his bank account. That that, that all happened. Right. At, the end of the, at the end of the day, Kevin Durant's championship last year very much counts. But do people give him like the credit for it, or is it? Well, yeah, obviously you won a championship. You went to the team that's going to win the championship. I don't think LeBron is going to put the rest of his legacy in doubt like that by being the guy who just went contender to contender, picking up as many rings as he can without really building around. Fair or not, I don't think he'll he'll get enough credit for it and. I don't think he would do something like that if he's not going to get the credit. It is a fascinating concept that points to probably the biggest issue in trying to figure out where LeBron James is going to go this offseason. It's trying to get inside the mind of LeBron James and, and figure out what's making him tick this time around. It, it's, a, it's a Goldilocks thing for me. You, if, if you're LeBron, you can't go to a team that's not going to win. 
You can't go to a. a you were really going to break up the Goldilocks comparisons. Yeah, you them. can't go to a team that's too far from a championship because you are going into year sixteen. Your right. time is ticking. But if you go to a team like a Houston that's already on the cusp of a championship, then you're risking people saying, well, yeah, of course. You need a team that's just right. You need a team that's just right. A team like a Philly. A team like even maybe a, a Spurs team where he replaces Kawhi Leonard and they can build around him and in a year or two they can compete again. But it needs to be a team where he'll be able to win a championship but it will be a championship that people say, yeah, LeBron is the reason they won that championship. We have now been talking about this for over eight and a half minutes. And you know what we haven't mentioned once? What's that? The idea of him going back to Cleveland in this example. Him being a mercenary and returning to Cleveland. We didn't bring it up once. I'll tell you one thing. Cleveland is much closer to the Lakers in my Goldilocks analogy yes. than they are to the Rockets. I Could I see him staying in Cleveland? Yeah, I can see him staying in Cleveland. Then that but points to this idea that he's not chasing rings, and, and this takes this whole mercenary thing and puts it to the side. If he, if he stays in Cleveland, to me. If, if the most important thing, if the singular most important thing to LeBron James is how will I be viewed when I retire from a, a loyalty standpoint, from a legacy standpoint, he stays in Cleveland. Because whether he wins more titles or not, people say, "Well, he stayed. He stayed home. He did. He he stayed at, with a team that he, he knew needed to build around him and that was going to take some work. And if he wins more championships with that team, those are those are his championships. But I don't think that's the only thing that LeBron does care about. So I can't really see him going back to Cleveland. That team is not good. This story was an amazing thought exercise that got me thinking about LeBron James's free agency in a way that I never thought I would. And it has me just going through all of these possibilities of, hey, that young team got really good. Maybe LeBron will go there. Oh, that young team's on the rise. Maybe he'll go there. Can you imagine the, the trading frenzy and the, the way even the rest of free agency would break down if teams knew that LeBron was kind of always out there for the courting? If, if, people, if teams knew that LeBron was always kind of looking at him like, oh, you know, I'm a free agent at the end of the year, it would be it would, if, if LeBron does this, it would completely change the entire landscape of the NBA. Where he goes, period, is going to change the mm-hmm. landscape of the NBA. But him coming out and saying or showing that he's going to go team to team to team and he's not going to lock himself down anywhere and that you're always just a year away from LeBron James would completely change the landscape of the NBA. It would make it even more chaotic than it is now. So yeah, I love it. I just don't see it happening. And that's the that's basically the final the final touch that Kevin O'Connor puts on his piece and says, look, the first time he made the decision that transformed free agency forever. The idea of super teams were created. LeBron himself forced Kevin Durant to Golden State, right? That transformed the NBA. It's something that you're still dealing with in the NBA. He has a chance if he does this to transform free agency and to transform the NBA again. I'm with you. I think it's it's very unlikely. But if he does it, that is a can of worms that he opens that would be fascinating to see. And and I just think we are looking at another wrinkle to this whole LeBron James free agency saga that we need to factor into this puzzle that we're trying to put together. And at the end of the day, there's only one person that can answer this question, and that's LeBron James.